Hello everyone and welcome to On The Counter Podcast. We're joined here by me, Nat, Jacob, Scott and Dan. Today in this episode we're going to have a, a, a weekly roundup of a Game Week 13's fixtures. Talking about um, Slavon Bilic sacking, Jack Grealish's um, reckless driving and um, the FIFA awards. So let's get straight into the first game. Which was a uh, Wolves beat Chelsea. Indeed, it was two one to Wolves. Two one to Wolves. Last minute winner there, Pedro Neto bagged it. Good yeah. goal, that. Bagged his goal. Bagged his goal. I say um, the game was. I, I say it was pretty even. Um, but uh, Chelsea probably weren't up to what their recent form has been recently. I felt uh, Neto, uh, the last minute goal scorer, played really well. It was a, a constant threat through throughout the whole game. Uh, what do you got? What do you lot think? Yeah, well, it was pretty uneventful in the first half, and only really started getting going in the second. Obviously, Chelsea, um, their goal came through the goal line decision system. The referee's watch must have buzzed and gave him a goal. But I didn't I didn't think Chelsea ever looked like they were gonna win that game. I thought it was always gonna be Wolves to take three points. Yeah. Um I felt um obviously VAR has had con- controversy surrounding it uh, for many games, but I think this is an example of it being used well with the uh Reese James incident where ref initially gave a foul. Um However, uh, pulled up, it was was no contact, and uh, resurrected it, got overturned. Yeah, I thought it was a clear and obvious dive there. I think the VAR's got it spot on. Uh, can't be doing that, to be honest. There's no contact on him, he's just gone down. I think with the we see a lot of that now, and I think we've got to uh, make sure that's sorted out. But yeah. Referee originally gave a pen and then took it back. Right decision to me. I think they, that the Wolves found what they were missing the, the 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 weekend before is that they found someone to put a, a goal in the back of the net and it's, it's what allowed them to win. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. His goal was good as well. It obviously, mm. it's a deflection, but his good skills and dribbling to get there first. Yeah, I agree, man. I mean, I feel like, um, I feel like Podence and Neto this season, like with Jota being out, like obviously being out the squad, uh, we're joining Liverpool and Jimenez out for injury. I, I feel like it's quite good that these, you know, they did play last season a little bit, but they played a lot more than they were expecting to, um, especially Neto, and I think it's kind of shown, you know, if he can score. Uh, against big teams like Chelsea and, you know, you can be under the pressure and stuff like that. I feel like they can definitely, like, be starters for them in the future, for, like, definitely. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I hadn't really heard of Pedro Neto until uh, this season. Um, I mean, he started performing for him, hasn't he? Mm. I think now with the uh, Jimenez injury, it's really, like, it's allowed some of the Wolves players to step up and um, sh- show what talents they are. Um, so so anyway, let's move on to the next game. We'll do uh, Arsenal Southampton. 
It's a, a 1-1. Uh, Theo Walcott goal. Uh, and Pereira, a Bamiyan goal. Um, Gabriel showing a red card. Yeah, well, I think the red card's the right decision. You know, he's on a set, he's on a booking. I mean, you know, you've got to be yeah. careful when you're on a booking. And it's just reckless. He's all over Walcott, brought him down. And especially when he's pretty much through on goal after that, you know. You've got to, defender's got to know better not to go Yeah, definitely. Well, what, do, what do you reckon, Jacob? What do you reckon about the game? Um, Look, it's Arsenal. Arsenal at the minute is sitting in 15th place. Uh, as it stands and I just feel like they're not putting in their performances Artas has to go you know it's the worst start since I think it was 1987 or 1977 it was like a long time ago either way now you know especially with Arsenal wanting to you know they're in the Europa League this season they need to be competing for Champions League to be honest If if they don't get the top Five this season, Arteta is going to get the boot, I reckon. But at this rate, he's probably going to go before the end of February. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've always thought about this. Uh, Arteta was a, a rogue appointment. I'd say from a team that weren't aren't in a good form, they they set up and looked too fearful to me. Uh, Especially at home, they, they they set up very defensive. Uh, most people in their own half, uh, behind the ball, and um, sort of let let the Saints um, come onto them and press onto them. Uh, it just looked like they were they were desperate for four points. They just needed a win. Were too fearful of conceding, and I feel like they need to get out of the rut and attack. Get a few goals, especially a team like Southampton in unreal form. Just letting them come onto you, being almost mm-hmm. training dummies is. Is is never going to work. It's going to be a poor strategy. I, I think the the whole side is just lacking um, confidence at the moment. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't, I don't think the results are helping with that as well. You know, if they're losing to Burnley and then going into a game with Southampton, their confidence won't be particularly high going from a game that they were probably favourites to win and should have won and uh, didn't. It will affect them massively going to the next game. Yeah, definitely. I think uh, Arsenal, like, they're, they're lacking a captain. Yeah. And as much as they need a captain, you can't really sign one straight away. And I think that is going to be a main problem. I just don't think Aubameyang, especially this season, he's not had the form to kind of help spur his team on and improve himself as a captain. Uh, I always think that it's a, a forward doesn't do a good job of captain, really. And I always think it should be a centre-back or a, or, a, or a goalkeeper, really. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, yeah, they are, they're lacking sort of any leaders that are trying to, uh, to get them out of this road. I'd, I'd also say players been there for, for ages, Mesut Ozil. Getting absolutely no uh, sign of getting into the team. What what do you think about that? A, a talent like he is, I, I feel like it should be definitely breaking the squad. Yeah, I think he should be. And you know, a lot of a lot of people are questioning why is why isn't he in that team? Because we've seen the quality as he clearly has the ability to get in that Arsenal squad, especially the state it's in now. Um, but you know, 
there's probably something that you know we're not seeing that maybe the manager is maybe I can't see it being personal issues. I don't think they would let that affect it too much. Um, but you know there might be something that we're just not seeing because other than that, I can't think of why they're not starting him or you know at least involving him. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, to me, I, I feel like it's personal issues, mainly just because you. Why would you not be in the squad for you know the past uh, twelve to eighteen months? Uh, I, I try and think when his last game was for Arsenal. It was that long. I, I feel like with Özil, it's it, it has to be something to do with Arteta. He was fine under uh, Arsene Wenger. There was not really an issue towards uh, until the end of you know his reign, and. I think it's probably the change he didn't like. Yeah, he didn't really play under Emery either, did he? Well, oh yeah, I mean, mistaken. yeah, um, I think he did. Yeah, I, I, I think he and did he, for a bit, but but probably not as much as he should have. And I think if two managers, are, you know, deciding that he shouldn't be involved in the team, then you know, I think there's probably something going on there. That we're not seeing. It's definitely to do with change. Definitely. Yeah. Leeds Scott, Newcastle. Right, uh... Leeds Newcastle. Oh, what a game this was! Uh, okay. I love watching Leeds play. They played great football under Bielsa, and today they scored a lot of goals. A lot of good goals. I mean, last week they had. Was it? I don't think. Was it last week? They didn't really put in a good performance. Uh, trying to think who did play again, but this week they've obviously like turned it up against Newcastle. Obviously, it was two-two until the seventy-seventh minute when Dallas um puts them in front, and Newcastle just absolutely crumbled. You know, from two corners, one was uh, Ioski or Ioski, and then the Ayoski. second, yeah. And then the second goal was from Harrison. What a strike from Harrison, by the way. Left foot, yeah, right into the top and that, was a, that was a great goal. Yeah, definitely. I was yeah, I th- I think uh, we... concerned about like his choice of shooting there, but he got it spot on. It was great, yeah, it was just classic Leeds. The constant, constant attacking threat. They, were, they weren't settling for anything. 2-2 and all the men uh, were still at the pitch. Talking point was, um, should a Newcastle should have had a pen? I think it was harsh. I feel like uh, Wilson in the box. It, I felt it personally. Me, it was definitely a penalty. He got um, Flair got uh, kicked from behind and fell, but referee referee didn't give it. Yeah, I think I think it was a bit soft uh, for a penalty. To be honest with you, I think realistically. No, I, I, Anywhere else on the pitch, it is a free kick, but in the box, it's not a penalty. So, yeah. it's whether it's whether you, you have almost a rule saying, well, it has there has to be that bit more in the box. It seems to make it a penalty compared to yeah. if it was say it was outside the box, that would definitely be going as a free kick. Yeah, true. I think yeah. we see that a lot as well um, with pushes and shoves in the penalty box that. Would anywhere else on the pitch, you know, if that's in the centre circle, it would be a free kick, but in the penalty box, it takes that a little bit more to convince the referee. Yeah, definitely. I'd say, um, 
Although Harrison scored a, a decent goal, I don't think it matches Patrick Bamford. I mean, what an effort it was. Uh, he a- a- absolutely... Um, I mean, I don't know. It was, it's just unreal, really. Definitely yeah. not a, a two-yard tapping. But we take the fantasy points. Anyway, exactly. uh, moving on to Le- Leicester City-Everton. Uh, 2-0 uh, to Everton. Leicester definitely would be very uh, annoyed at that. Uh, what, what do we think about it? Big three points for Everton going against a very good Leicester side. Uh, and it just shows you what form Everton are in, really. They're doing an unbelievable this season. And Nat G, I'm sorry to say, but they're not falling off this year. Yeah, they were. They were I can't, see them. I can't see them falling off. Yeah, I feel like... Um... Players that had a great game was Decore. I'd say definitely in the second half, as he, uh, as Alan came off, he, he definitely filled up a very more uh, defensive role and sort of dictated the play. He, uh, I felt like he was always in the right place at the right time, and um, I felt like I, I, I prefer, I prefer seeing him in that defensive role than in a more, uh, in the more offensive uh, role he is when Alan's on the pitch. Mm. Yeah, I think they, they. They play well together, those two, and when one of them's not there, it definitely affects the other's game. I think we've seen that in a few games this season when they've not been playing together. Hmm. I feel like uh, it was a pretty uh, big penalty uh, shout. Uh, the referee initially gave it as a penalty, um, oh, yeah. but then it w- went to the screen Saw the saw saw it again and decided to overturn. Personally, I felt I grew. I agree with the decision that came that it um, wasn't a penalty because I do think he got a, a flick to the ball. However, it, it's the same. It's the VAR logic that doesn't make sense to me. As the referee gives the foul, he then goes to the screen, and it, I don't think it's a clear and obvious enough a difference to overturn and we've seen that a lot uh definite pretty much definite penalties or non-penalties either given or not given because they, it wasn't an, a big enough difference and i feel like in in this scenario the difference was very uh minimal i feel like it was the right decision happened however i'd be pretty fuming if i was a leicester fan looking at other premier league games no, I think it's pretty much identical to the Neto incident where I, I don't think uh, the Leicester player, I don't think he got touched when he went down. And, uh, yeah. you know, if if that's not a clear and obvious error, I don't know what is. Or an obvious dive, there's, there's got to be an error in there, surely. No, I, I, just, I, I just feel like that it was, I don't think it was a penalty, but once referee's given it, He's gone to his screen. It we've seen many, many times before the referee seen it and decided it's not clear enough to change his mind from the original decision. And I feel like the referee did change his mind here when in the VAR rules, if you were following them, he I feel like he shouldn't have. Although, in my opinion, he should have and he did. But as a, I could see how Leicester City fans would be very frustrated there. No, I think if you're a Leicester City fan and you watch, you've, you've seen a replay on that, you'll probably go, yeah, fair enough. He's He's gone over there with no contact whatsoever. Um, and the red yeah, but... was, was, I can see why he gave the penalty because it does look as if 
he's brought him down, but he he was he's not got anywhere near him. It was good. It was the right decision to turn it over. I think it was clear and obvious. Uh, okay. Um, next game, we've got um an absolute corker, Fulham Brighton. We take we take Lamptey's clean sheet points. Um, not really too much to say about this one. Bit of a nil nil stinker. Yeah, pretty uh, much just a bomb off the table game, uneventful. Yeah. We saw, a, um, I guess it's a good point for both sides. I think that's all you can really say. Yeah, I think both sides would take it. I feel like Brighton feel a little more hard done by. I feel like in the final third they didn't didn't finish as well as they could. Got a sort of a chance. Uh, so they put it in the net with a hit Danny Welbeck's hand and he put it away, but hit his hand, so they, yeah. they disallowed it. Um Fulham definitely would be satisfied with that result. They come away and take the point there against a bright inside that I feel were the better team. Mm. Mm, I agree. I, I agree. I mean, it's with both sides getting a point, it, it, I, I would, you know, we all want to see Arsenal suffer. Um, I'm sure we all do. As uh, as bad as they are, so with both teams getting a point, it's it's best for everyone, I guess. This is the only words I say. Brighton's got a big game at the weekend against Sheffield United, I think, and I think the result against Fulham that they probably didn't want. I think they would have wanted a win. Um, no, I think they wanted a loss. Yeah, but I I think that I don't think that they they wanted to it's hard to say this, but they did didn't want to walk away with the draw. They 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 hit the they hit the bar uh with Ben White and they, mm. they came close and they'll just want to go to Sheffield United, who are currently beating United and just put them Oh no, they're not. Well, mate, it's two one lad. Yeah, That's you're true. a bit far behind. He has got dyslexia. It's all right. That changed quickly. Yeah, we'll get me points on fantasy. Sorry, lads. Liverpool, Tottenham. Oh, what a game, boys. Oh, I mean, from a Liverpool perspective, Jacob, what are you thinking? What, me? Yeah. Nah, other Jacob. Um, It was a good game. But, um,. I feel like, you know, Salah, you know, getting a goal, it was a massive deflection, like we can all agree. Um, yeah. It was basically just, the first half was Liverpool dominating the game. Tottenham really didn't look like they wanted to attack. From an overhead kick uh, attempt from Sadio Mane, um, the camera was too busy looking at the replay uh, of the overhead kick and uh, quickly panted. Youngming Son running down the wing and uh, slotting it, uh, slotting it past Allison. You can't really do anything about that. Um, I feel like it could have been offside. VAR said it was onside, but the angle wasn't really. It it wasn't dead centre, so like <laughs> you just got to give your word to VAR and just kind of just trust them to to their job. Um. And yeah, Roberto Firmino getting his first goal. Uh, well, his third goal in 27 games, I think it is. 
Yeah, I, I feel like he played really well. Um, after his sort of frustrating run of form, as I, I feel like uh, Jota's come in and sort of been scoring quite a lot of goals, and he, um, I feel like uh, he showed great awareness in the game, and you could really, really feel that um, he sort of the weight was off his shoulders when he put that one in the back of the net. On on the Tottenham side of things, they they just, they played the classic Mourinho ball. Um, Kane missed very big chance uh, a header, bit of a FIFA twenty header down into the ground yeah, and yeah. over. Um, yeah, it's free. But yeah, um, Mourinho not really happy at the end uh, with Klopp's behaviour. Well, I didn't see that all happen. Basically, uh, he, he felt Klopp was being too animated, sort of over celebrating, not um, professional enough. But um, I think it's Jose Mourinho, Mourinho being Mourinho being a Mourinho, really. Just trying to felt, felt the better side game. didn't win. That's what he said. The better side didn't win. Well, well, I thought I I didn't watch the game. I only watched the highlights. But I thought Liverpool, other than the two goals, I think they only had one other shot. Uh, at least on the highlights, mm. that's what I saw. Uh, I mean, and it was just all it was all Spurs really getting shots off. Granted, they didn't go in, but mm. I thought, yes, yeah, Spurs probably were that, in the highlights the better team. You know, for, from someone who watched the game, it was a. Uh, I, I feel like it was quite the opposite to that. Um, Liverpool having seventeen shots, eleven on target. Spurs having eight and 11 two. on target as well. Oh well, uh, yeah. Well, I feel like I guess the dominated the game doesn't, want to, doesn't want to show that then on the on the highlights, does he? Side sorts of biases. Um, no, no, I'm just now, talking about uh, what, I, what I see. You think you need the big man? No, United a bit Sheffield. He thinks he's the big man. Tell you what, I bet uh, Sky Sports must and does not be Liverpool fans, then they don't like showing any other shots. Either that, or they must have been poor shots. You know, game. Yeah, I, th- I think that so that's a pretty pretty big game. It puts Liverpool top of the table um, over yeah. Tottenham now. Yeah, and obviously, uh, like, sorry, go on. I, I was just gonna. I think, I think that that shows that uh, Liverpool aren't. They're, they're not going to give this up easy. They're gonna they're gonna really try for this title. They're not giving it up to Tottenham because uh, as. I think we all said Tottenham, we believe Tottenham's going to win the league, but I definitely don't believe it's going to be handed to them. Yeah. Yeah, I think if anyone, it's going to be Liverpool who are going to be up there with them. Yeah. And now that Liverpool have got the top of the league, I think it'll be hard, mm. definitely hard to get them to come down there. One, the, one, I think Spurs will have to beat them next time if they want to go top. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, um, I I didn't have anything to say. I was just gonna say, you know, United as it stands, yes, they would go up to fifth or sixth, but you know, currently they're in ninth, so you could pipe it down. <laughs> let's let's move on then to a uh, West Ham Crystal Palace. It was a bit of bit of a stinker, really. It was one one, but however, the one huge highlight was Sebastian Haaland's goal. Yeah, what an unreal goal this was. I was not expecting it whatsoever. Pulls it out of the bag. I I think it's definitely going to be. I feel like that could win Premier League goal of the, the season. Month. It's definitely 
so far the season. No, I'd say Harrison's better. Better goal than that. Harrison's goal was better. It's it's probably not even the best goal this week. Nah, I I, I definitely do think it's going to be a contender. No, mate. Uh, I I think he just showed great technique. Because he he tries him quite often, Harrison. He he tries him quite often uh, in a game. The the old bicycle kick, and well, just come off here. Yeah. I feel like Ben Teke's finally found his shooting boots. Goal in the last game, goal yeah. in this one as well. All over the red. Um, I feel it was a very harsh red, especially yeah, the first yellow he received. He barely, I would say, he skims the player jumping up for the ball uh, with his elbow. The second one, pretty much the same exact thing again. Elbow into uh, the player's face. Eyes on the ball. He, he was using his arms to elevate yeah. himself. Definitely, it was no. There was no malicious intent in it. And mm. that he hasn't committed. He hasn't cheated there, in my opinion, yeah. to get sent off, has he? So I feel like it's very harsh. Yeah. Well, I think uh, his ban will, you know, probably get looked at. They'll probably reduce it. Oh, I don't know what I don't know what the rules are now, but you used to be able. It'll, to it'll be a day, won't it? Two two yellows. That's it's a one match ban, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, yeah, uh, today... think it's, it's ruined Ben Teke's day because he, uh, he had a few good chances and scored a goal, obviously. Uh, but the, the red card was just, you know, it wasn't a good end to the day for him. No. Um, got, we got today's game was Aston Villa-Burnley. I, I watched it. It was actually an exciting game for a, for a nil-nil. Um, Burnley on the back foot for pretty much all the game. I would I would say, Aston Villa knocking on the door. Um, they had twenty seven shots. Aston Villa, uh, just couldn't find the back of the net. Really, Jack Grealish had a pretty decent chance at the end of the game as well, dribbling through. However, tips it over the bar. Not too much to say about this one. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I mean, he's so proven why he should be number one in my opinion in that game. Uh, for England, I think he, he he's he's again helped Burnley stay in the game and he's got them a point. I think he's 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 been the main reason that they got a point out of that game today. And I think you've got to look at him as England's number one goalkeeper now. Yeah, and talking about keepers, although Burnley had few shots, Martinez definitely in the first half made uh, I'd say two very great great saves, great uh, reflexes, but. No, not too much uh, to say on that one. Uh, we've left one game to uh, the end, which was a uh, West Brom Man City. After recent events, we'll talk about the the game first. So it was a one one. What what Scott from a City's uh, fans perspective? Well, what do we think about this one? It was frustrating. I, I think it's just it's going to be the same thing all season long. Is Teams have figured out City pretty much, I think, now, or, or at least we're, we're lacking little things, uh, such as a poacher, really, in the box. I think, you know, Gabriel has his, isn't, isn't cutting it, despite he, he does have a decent goal-scoring record against smaller clubs. Um, but I think, you know, players like Sterling this season haven't really found their feet. Uh, yeah, Foden, Sterling you know, Gundogan. Missed sitters, didn't they? Headers yeah. again. Heading this week. People need to work on the reading. Uh, 
Foden, he's not getting enough regular starts really to, to really find his feet, I think. And I think teams are, are just knowing that they can defend and as long as they can cut off that, that space where, where De Bruyne loves to almost linger, that, that really creates danger, then City, uh, because they haven't got their other options of David Silva to, to play the ball in into dangerous areas anymore, then we, we lack that uh, offensive threat. And I think, you know, but West Brom did play very well defensively, I thought. Uh, and I think it was a shame that Bilic did get sacked for, for especially after that game, because I thought, I think it's a, a Jai, uh, the, the man who almost got the gut ball. Got the goal, but it was class as an own goal. Um, I thought he played really well. Uh, the keeper played and made two good, two very good saves. You know the headers; they weren't the easiest saves in the world, but you know they um, they weren't the best headers in the world, were they? Yeah, I'd yeah. say from the game, uh, players like uh, De Bruyne, he, he definitely he put. I say he made three very key passes that should have been tucked away. Uh, had a free kick that was close. Um, uh, however, I think it's the Sergio Aguero. Uh, you mi- missing him completely. He, he just, he just don't know how that lad does it, but he's his most consistent Premier League goal scorer. He, he just, um, he always puts it in the back of the net. Um, I think that the balls on Gundogan after uh, missing his heading sitter, having a, a free kick, although although close, missed and took it instead of De Bruyne, fuming for the fantasy about that one. Yeah, I think Sam Johnstone had a brilliant game. I just think, you know, as a United fan, I I, I tuned into the game when I saw it was 1-1, uh, about 10 minutes left, and I was just loving it. We defended brilliantly, they were wasting time. It was, it was a joy to watch. Also, uh, in the early, very beginning of the game, Grant got an unreal opportunity that he, he really should have taken. Yeah. Um, scores that, does Billich stay in? What what do we think? Yeah, well, he's he's been he's been gifted the the chance by a deflection, and he's got to score it. Well, I think you know even if West Brom won that game, I probably think you know given they've sacked him after the draw, I think even if they got the win, he would have been sacked anyway. Just yeah, you know, I, I think it was definitely one before the game. A one game fluke doesn't mean you know all of a sudden you're going to start winning games, does it? Yeah, I, I think it was definitely set up before the game. So it's um, basically, if you didn't know, it's basically, it's come out that Slavin Bilic has been sacked for West Brom manager and Big Sam, Sam Allardyce, as a Bolton fan, buzzing, he's back in management. Um, basically, he's ne- never been relegated. Um, I think it's an unreal signing, but it's going to be, I think, the hardest uh, job bad. Big Sam's had today. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. He's going to change a lot of things uh, to get that side game points I think that yeah definitely it'll be his toughest, toughest job it's alright I'll just sign Jermaine Defoe and it'll be okay <laughs> Jermaine Defoe's the uh, you know pretty much what struggling teams will want it's sad yeah. to see him leave the Prem yeah I, what, what do we think do you think it was the right decision to sack Bilic no I, I agree I thought it was what do you think Jacob I think definitely like it's a it's a good signing by West Brom. Um, you know, Big Sam's proved that he can keep these you know lower lower end teams up. So I, I just feel like the squad is going to be the hardest thing for Sam. 
Um, in this case, um, they they've got the quality. They're just not of the depth, I reckon. So it's just it'll prove how good of a manager he he actually is if they stay up this season. Yeah, well, I think if he does manage to stay up, it just shows, you know. I mean, if he manages to stay up, he should get a knighthood. That man has done wonders for so many. He's unreal. Years. He's unreal. I think, I feel like they, Billich shouldn't have been sacked. Although, although I'm a huge fan of Big Sam, I think he is very, like probably the best sort of um, person they could have brought in if they sat Billich. You look at teams back in the day, I'd say, Three or four years ago, Burnley uh, came up into the Prem with Sean Dyche. They, they, as soon as they got promoted, the next season they got instantly relegated. But that, that, that was sort of the same issue here, where they didn't have the right players, the right depth, and they went back down with Dyche. They kept faith in they come back up, and they stayed in the Prem for like the next uh, three or four years. I feel like maybe you see this often by clubs that are just desperate for the Premier League uh, sort of television money, and. So maybe I feel like having Big Sam would keep you up in the prem. However, he he doesn't often stay there for long. He, he usually he usually sort of keeps him alive and then pieces the scene. Unless he you know he's managing Bolton Wanderers and gets us into Europe, but we're not talking about that. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like well, it was poor fashion. Uh, second, been like. brought in for. I think that's why he's been brought in for Big Sam. You know, uh, he's. What he's good at is keeping teams up from relegation. But I don't, yeah. I don't think he he really suits the team that's going to be finishing uh, top top half of the table. Yeah, I so feel I like I these clubs they the yeah the, these clubs they expect a a constant growth, like a constant uh, increase in sort of performance and position. However, that's not going to how it, how it's going to work. Like a manager is going to have a sort of a a, sort of a plan and an idea and Billich has been at the club got them promoted and probably had a vision that if you think about the the odds it's, it's unlikely that a promoted team is going to stay up um, so going back down and then maybe building on the squad coming back up again maybe uh, staying in but bringing in Sam here I feel like it's, it's, it will disrupt the squad again and like it, it's basically going to start from scratch again so although they might stay up probably usually by the skin of the teeth I don't. I think then when you get there, what do you do? Like you, when you're that place, what, what you got? I feel like you're stuck there. What, what, what do you think about that, Jacob? Do you think do you think Sam Allardyce will be a long term manager for them? It's it's very dependent on you know the first five games is the most important thing for uh, for West Brom. Um. I, w- I would look at who they have up in the next five games, but it's going to take me too long. Um, if you can do that now, that'll be uh, that'll be quite good. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I feel like the first five games is always the most important for uh, a manager. You know, it gets him into a rhythm, gets him into the flow uh, with the new team, the new squad. New, you know, even um, new, just new surroundings helps. So, I, I definitely it's just. Yeah, I mean they've got they've got well, difficult West Brom's fixtures, fixtures here. Yeah, they've got Aston Villa, uh, team in great form. Liverpool, Leeds United, Arsenal. Honestly, probably a game that the they'd be looking to take points from, and then they've got Wolves. So 
I think, I think they're going to be lucky yeah. to get three points out of that. The fixtures, to be honest, I think. But it's managers always bring in sort of a honeymoon period, and I feel like they will get some results, especially against teams like Arsenal. And uh, I do, I do see they could do Aston Villa, could do them over. Yeah. Well, on to the next section. So yeah, do I? We basically it's quite Jack Grealish, bit of reckless driving. Well, what do you think about it? Very reckless. Have you not seen the video? Yeah, I was about to mention this. Now, even though you think he's a bit stupid for, you know, doing this reckless driving or whatever. Absolutely murked off the journalist. Like, I gotta say that. <laughs> Just absolutely. Or when, when he arrived at court. Absolutely finessed them. Uh, so if you guys was that when he arrived at court? Yeah. If you guys didn't see what basically happened was Jack Grealish uh, got someone else to drive the Range Rover he was driving recklessly in front of the court, hmm. uh, in front of the courthouse. So all the journalists surrounded the car, expecting it to be Jack Grealish, but obviously it was all blacked out. You couldn't see. And you just see in the corner of the video Jack Grealish and uh, his bodyguard basically just walk behind all these journalists straight up the stairs and straight into court. But obviously that didn't help with his case. He got fined like eighty six yeah, grand, th- eighty three grand. Yeah, it's eighty two grand. Mad. Yeah, so it's a bold attitude to have. Uh, I I really don't see the point. You're almost setting yourself up to fail because. Say say he flops now or gets an injury, he's just going to be absolutely taking the mick out of. I think, mm-hmm. although funny, it is definitely funny. I think it's it's unnecessary. I would say, and I, I would concentrate not more on the football. Yeah, well, we've seen um, Grealish being involved in many many off off the pitch uh, antics, and he, I think he's just got to try and lay low for a bit. Uh, especially yeah. with Gal Southgate already not favouring him over Definitely. other players, he, he, he's not going to any excuse to not play Grealish. Uh, Southgate will be taking him. Yeah, well, I feel like that's, that's all we've really got to say on that uh, matter. We're going to move on uh, to the FIFA awards. The today is the seventeenth of December, and FIFA have. Uh, just a uh, an hour or so ago, released who've uh, won uh, what awards? Uh, we're gonna play a little game. Uh, I know the results, and uh, I'm gonna let uh, Scott, Dan, and Jacob guess who they thinks won uh, each award. So we're gonna we we'll start off here with a uh, uh, best men's goalkeeper of the year award. Who do we reckon? Dan, do you want to go yeah. first? Uh, yeah, you, you've got to say Neuer. This last last season, especially, he's won the, the league and Champions League. Yeah, there was no maybe Allison's up there. No, I, I definitely think it's Neuer. Got to be Neuer. Um, did you? Yeah, know? it's between one of them two, really, isn't it? Uh, obviously, I think it yeah, was three nominees. Uh, oh, Alison, yeah, Noya, and Oblak. Oh, Oblak, Oblak, He's not like won anything. Yeah, there. and you know, with with these awards now, it's pretty much if you've not won anything, then 
uh, go away. If, so, yeah. If we're basing it yeah. off by stats, I'd say to go with All Black. Um, but like realistically, it's just based on trophies. To be honest, um, it's whoever wins the most trophies. To be honest, so. Um. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm saying Neuer. I'm saying Neuer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think Neuer's just yeah. He's been. He was Barca's goalkeeper all last season. They didn't really use anyone else. Who's the winner now? Barca's goalkeeper. So the winner was. Did you just say Barca's goalkeeper? Well, I, I thought you said that anyway, didn't I? I the winner was Manuel Neuer. Shock. Yeah. To the system. No surprise, really. So next award, we've got uh, the Puskas Award. Uh, I'll let you guess first, and then I'll tell you our nominees. nominees. No, tell, tell us nominees first. I'll, I'll let you oh, guess. Yeah, the... refresh our memory because I, I probably can't remember many of them. Yeah, we're gonna go. Okay, okay, got them here. Uh, I'm going to absolutely butcher this name. Arasata for Flamengo. Uh, it was a, an overhead kick from like the edge of the box. It was uh, pretty filthy. We've got um Luis Suarez's um. Uh, back heel, and we got uh, Hugo Son, Son Humans, uh, goal against Burnley. Well, uh, have a quick look at the, the videos. Now. Yeah, I was gonna say, I've only seen one of them, so I'm gonna oh, say Son because yeah, Simba is the only one I know. I can imagine though the overhead kick you said it's outside the box, that would have been uh. Surely that's a good goal. Um, I'll probably say that one. I'll have a quick look at it now, but that's that'll be my guess. Because yeah, like how many how many people one. score over kicks from outside the box? I mean, it, it is pretty pretty filthy. Well, yeah. what 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 do you reckon, Jacob? Uh, I'd probably go with Son. Um, like you know, it was it was somewhat like eighty or ninety meters he ran, which is just stupid. Um, so. Yeah, I'd probably go with Son. As for overhead kicks, um, yeah, I'd probably like. I won't go for that. I'll go for Son. Do you think though, in future, even though it's only meant for professional football, do you think semi-pro football should be included in the Postcast Award? No, no. Why not? You're playing against smelly goalkeepers. No. Playing against smelly. You're defenders. playing against smelly goalkeepers. But tell you what, if you've not seen, you know, a hashtag United game, a top bag. I think you know. <laughs> so many problems no. are coming with like forged goals then uh, and other yeah. things like that. I mean, yeah, because you know, I, in I, semi, I, in semi-pro and uh, lower than that, you've got teams beating other teams, you know, in double figures. So you'll definitely score some good goals, and it'll just be. Yeah, no, I, I, would I can't, say I can't see that ever working. Oh well, Sun's goal was, I think. So what, what do we all think? Scott thinks Son, Dan thinks overhead kick. Jacob, what do you think? Son. Son. The winner was Hugo Son. Bat, bat, bat. Look at that. Yeah, an, an unreal goal. 100% well, so far. Um, we've got uh, Best Men's Coach Award. Who's it going to? Who do you reckon? Hansi Flick. Is that how you say his name? Flick. Yeah. Yeah. Flick. I'm going to it comes down to managers. I'm going to Sorry, boys. 
Go on, Scott. I think it just. I think with managers, it has to come down to trophies, uh, unless they unless they're managing a rubbish club and they've done incredibly well. I think was one of the nominees. Bielsa. Yeah, I was we got say... three nominees of um. You've got Flick, you've got Klopp, and Bielsa. I think you go for uh, honestly. I cannot see why Bielsa's in that in that list. <laughs> Same. I think he, he has. He won the championship. Come on, boys. He won the championship, but if you look at the other, you know, uh, who else you putting in then? Instead, uh, Zidane maybe. Um, <laughs> no, no. Oh, over a championship manager? Are you serious? So, why? Why is put, a just, why is a over a championship? Look, I put Johnson over Real Madrid. No, because no, he didn't show anything. As as big as you know, uh, top flight. Cool. Is it not like... about what resources you have? Yeah, yeah. Zidane obviously has. Re- yeah, but re- every every year team. someone will someone will win the championship. You can't just say the best manager in the world. Well, let's save Soaks. Let's just say. Yeah, but that's the only like the only reason Bielsa's in there. Because he's done well in the championship. But, uh, and and where leads are now from a newly promoted club. Yeah. Nothing? I just, I just think it's a bit of a road shout. Uh, to be honest, look, it's I think still, maybe in years to come, shout, then definitely, God, you'll, definitely in years to come, I can see Bielsa being on that list, but at the minute, no. I won't put Zidane there Would, over him, though. No, I mean, you will. Uh, what are you saying, well, Jacob? Yeah, I'm going with Klopp, man. Won the Premier League. What are you going with, Dan? I think it may be Tuchel as well. The PSG manager could have said he deserves deserves to be there over Bielsa. Who are you going with? <laughs> Me? Well, Dan. Dan, Dan, Dan. Oh, I, I've already said Flick. Yeah, 100%. Flick. The winner was... Klopp. No way. I think that's, that's outrageous. Sorry, boys. Outrageous. Are you serious? See ya. Yep. No He's way. Someone's already looked at the answers, Jake. This is, this, this is what I, Klopp I said. He said, um, I'm shocked. I, I was sitting here because I thought last year I won it. That was, that was the only reason he thought he, he turned up, really. I think I think that is poor. It's got to be... Surely it had to be Flick. Yeah. Surely. Yeah, yeah he oh, came wow. in. They didn't. I don't, they didn't lose a Champions League game last season. I know he didn't take charge of like the first few, but hmm. Bayern weren't really in a good place when he took over yeah. in the league, and he changed them into. I would say they they turned into an absolutely. No one was stopping them last season. Yeah, I would say Bayern he turned Bayern into the best team in Europe. Which you know True. before before they signed him, you know there was definitely other teams. I think especially there. when. As he, he he didn't even have a full season, and he still did it. Yeah. He, um, he came in. Yeah, I think I think that's a, that's a wrong decision. Well, next up, we've got FIFA Pro Men's World Eleven, Ooh. which already the, the, the doesn't really make quite much quick. sense. To me. Yeah, so, so we got we got goalkeeper. Who do you reckon? Well, that's definitely not it. If he's if he's won there, 
goalkeeper. Listen to this. It is Allison. What? What? How? how I, I feel like work? I am missing you something sure? here. Uh, I am. I feel like I must be missing something here. But that is what it says. So no, and that's outrageous. He's not in. He's not in the goalkeeper team for the get world. Get good, level. mate. Get good. What yeah, is going right, on? We'll, we'll, I'm fuming. We've got two centre backs. Who are we saying? Van Dijk. Yeah. Van Dijk and, and, and Ramos. Yeah. Correct. Right back. Yeah, it's definitely got to be Van Dijk. Oh, they both great. Well, I wouldn't say Van Dyke plays right back, so I would go Trent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's Trent. Um, what were you saying for left back? Frozen. <laughs> everyone's, everyone's broken down a bit. <laughs> what, what were we saying for left back, Scott? Alfonso Davies. I, I think he had a monumental season last season. Uh, yeah, I feel like um, that that what comes to mind is that eight uh, one. I want to say eight one victory over Barcelona, where he just yeah, that he was, he was just, just mugged everyone off. Really, it was it was the the right back that he absolutely. Uh, like, I think he, he he did something against Chelsea. He absolutely just kind of paced out past everyone. You mean Alfonso? Yes, Alfonso left back. Who, who do you reckon? Who, who do you reckon won left back? Uh, best men's eleven, Jacob. Um, left back, I'd go Alfonso. He's been better mm. than Robertson this year. As good as Robertson is, I think Alfonso Davies. You can't really look past him. He's won the Champions League at the age of nineteen, I think. Yeah, um, so it's no brainer. He's got a fit girlfriend, so. I mean, he's he's banged yeah. PSG twice, 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 twice. Swice, right. Anyway, that, that... left back yeah, was I mean, Alfonso Davis. Yeah, I had, I had three midfielders. Issues. I think I just like that. Who was right back? Two. Trent. Right back was Trent. Yeah, Probably not Van Dyke. Yeah, and and then who's, so we got three right midfielders. Davies. Davies. Right. Three midfielders. Yeah. Scott, what were we thinking? Three midfielders that I'd, I think. De Bruyne had a good season. Of course, he won the uh, PFA uh, for last season. So, I think De Bruyne's got to be in there. Uh, other two, really, I think... Um, I don't know which Bayern Munich player it would be. But I think that... I'm going to go with uh, Goretzka over, like, Kimmich or Thiago. Hmm. Uh, and the third one, I've got really no clue. At all, I mean, I wouldn't want to put Bruno in there, but he had a really good season. Bruno, get him off but, it! Come but off he didn't it. come away with, but but he didn't come away with anything. Uh, so I, I don't. I, I'm just going to place two centre midfielders and leave the other one up for debate. Yeah, I, oh, Jacob, I, I would, what we think? Oh, Dan, then we're good now. Right, I, I would agree with Bruno. Um, <laughs> isn't there? Although I would say probably he should be. Um, but he won't be. But he should be. Uh, I think he shouldn't he's, be uh, the best midfielder in the world. <coughs> but no, Wait, I, what? I would say, Can I we just say that again? <laughs> best midfielder in the he's, world. He's, 
Daniel Williamson on Bruno Hernandez. He is the best creative midfielder in the world. All right, please. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. We cannot Tell be having that. Who's so here we are three. Let's hear your three. Let's, let, I want to hear your. Let's hear yeah, your three, yeah. mate. Right, my three. I, I'm saying I do think Goretzka is a great midfielder. I agree with Scott there. I think he should be in it. Although I don't think he will be. Uh, oh, I don't think he will be, but he should be. So I'm going to say him. Uh, De Bruyne will get in there just because he's a big name. Um, oh, saying he's got Modric, I think. No, I think Modric. Well, this, Is he having a laugh? Modric. No, no, I don't, I don't, I don't think, I don't think he deserves it. But I think they'll put him in it because of his name. Wow. Because he's Fair a big enough. name, and he won Ballon d'Or oh, like, a year ago. So. Yeah, Jacob, what are we thinking? I'm thinking. I'm. I know. Uh, not that I know the answer. Um, but I'm guessing, man. I'm going Thiago Alcantara, right? Oh, and then, really? S- second of all, right? I'm going to go with KDB, Kevin De Bruyne. Oh, that's, that's a good guess, you know. And then the third one. I he's not going to be a Liverpool player. Don't worry. Um. He's looking at a screen. I'm not, man. Um, <laughs> Scott McTominay is definitely in with the Right, it's Kimmich. Jacob saw the answers before. Okay, none of this this waffle. The three midfielders are Kimmich, Thiago, and Kevin De Bruyne. You're looking at my screen, man. There actually isn't a screen. Jacob came Jacob, across the answers when we specifically before. told him not to said, on Instagram. Said, oh, I've already had a look. Sorry, I'll I, I can see Kimmich being there. I don't, I don't really think... If there was more midfielders, I think I think Thiago definitely. But Gretzka's got to be. Yeah, I think Thiago deserves it. Close, close to them. Yeah, I think I would. I would definitely. I would switch Kimmich for Gretzka. I think I would. No, no, I would. I would probably keep Kimmich there. Actually, Kimmich is brilliant. Well, we're going to come to you, Dan, for the three attackers first. Who do we? Who are we thinking? Um, This is fairly obvious. I think it's Messi, Ronaldo, and Mbappe. Good choice, Scott. And and I I don't I don't think there's you know there is debate there, but I think they they won't they just will be those three. Yeah, Um, I think Lewandowski will be there instead of Mbappe. I think. Oh, actually, Lewandowski gotta be. Oh yeah, yeah, man. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Mbappe, Ronaldo. He he was he was. I forgot about it last year. So he yeah. would have been my player of the year. So I think as player of the year, it kind of automatically puts you in that eleven. So Niall, Niall wasn't there. <laughs> I don't know why yeah, Niall yeah, wasn't there. True. I think it'll be Lewandowski. But I think Lewandowski over there, uh, and Messi, Ronaldo are always there. So he, those two. Who's Lewandowski? You mean Lewandowski? <laughs> well, what were you thinking, Jacob? Nice one, mate. I'm going uh, based on like Dan's sort of previous opinions. Uh, like in the th- the first forward, I should go for Mason Greenwood. Uh, yeah, I completely <laughs> agree. Actually, Mason Greenwood, Rashford, and Martial. No, well, I mean, I'd go with Martial <laughs> because he just got me like eight points on fantasy. So, uh, nah. Anyway, so like realistically, I'd go for Greenwood. Um, realistically, you'd die. go for Greenwood. <laughs> Why yeah, is this yeah. Guy? yeah, man. 
I'd go for Greenwood. Take the picture. Greenwood. This guy never answers and he's still flopping. Nah, nah, man. I'm waiting for Green Greenwood, Greenwood, Bamford, and Nathan Redmond. Ooh, I rate Bamford. I put Bamford Nathan, there. Nathan, Nathan Redmond. Redmond. I swear he's like a right back. <laughs> but Nathan Redmond, a right back. Is this guy all right? <laughs> Neymar's a poor version of Nathan Redmond. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> right, the three attackers are. Oh. No. Exactly. No. We've got Ronaldo, right. it, it, Messi. The actual front three then. Ronaldo, Messi, and Lewandowski. What? Obviously. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you can't be surprised by that. No, man. No, man. It had to be Greenwood. And finally, we've got a men's player award. Who are we thinking? I'm not going to give the nominees. I'm just going to say Lewandowski. I know I forgot about him before, but yeah, it's Lewandowski. Jacob, what do you think? Yeah, yeah, I'm going Joshua Kimmich. Actually, I want to change my answer to be interesting. How's it interesting? Alfonso Davies. Because I don't just want to be boring and say the same person. The best player, the best player in the world. Oh, Bruno Fernandez. Bruno Fernandez. Yeah, I knew, it. I knew it, this guy. This guy is so predictable. The winner was Man, Lewandowski. Who, obviously, Bruno got robbed off a Ballon d'Or this year. Bruno Fernandez. Lewandowski got robbed of a Ballon d'Or this season. Nah, yeah. I feel like who yeah, was young player of the year? Is, was that announced? Young player of the year? Uh, Holland. Oh, you're joking. Oh, days ago. Oh, that's true. That was a few days ago. You're joking, man. He should have been Rain Bruce. Yeah. <laughs> was was Mbappe <laughs> in the same in that category? Yeah, it must have been. Three, three nominees were Lewandowski, uh, Ronaldo, and Messi. Yeah, man. I I just no for young player of the year. Player of the year. Uh, for for the uh, oh, we not on that. I don't know who was nominated actually. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, it's it's always going to be. Messi and Ronaldo and someone else. Wait, they're, they're, they're doing young player. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I yeah, go green. Uh, yeah, after well, they did someone, maybe it was a different organisation, but they did a young player. Yeah. In Holland. I, I don't know how that. Mbappe is. Uh, yeah, I'd probably be Holland. Anyway, man. You almost forget about the fact that he was at... Uh, yeah, well, he, he's, a, he's a great player, but... Mate, he played in a Farmers yeah, League and he still does. Mbappe. I guess he, he, went, he went a long... He went a long time without a goal in the Champions League, didn't he? Yeah, that's because that's an incredible record. I had an yeah. incredible record in the Champions League last season. Yeah, but and then Dortmund got knocked out, so yeah. that's why I didn't score yeah, for a while because yeah, he actually. weren't in the competition. Dan, I'm probably just thinking of my coming up yeah, against man. in the foot champ. Yeah. Tell you what, one wow. thing yeah, I think Holland deserved that. Sorry, man. I I, I think out season. Holland did bits. Yeah. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this podcast. Uh, check out the socials. We're on Insta, Spotify, iTunes. We're all there now. We're up and running. We're going. Uh, there'll it's be up. another one out on Monday, as there was a week 13 with a midweek uh, game week. Uh, so thanks for listening, yeah, and uh, see you then. Way.